the devil's work. Welcome to Real Horror Show, I'm Lee And I'm Mark On today's episode we were going to be talking about our favourite black and white films Like doing the top ten as we've done before But Mark in his wisdom decided <laughs> that we were going to sit and discuss a film called Shark and Saw Women's Prison Massacre That's the one Well this, I'm not going to take full blame for this You mentioned in our Stephen King episode that you like shark movies Yes And you like prison movies I do and I mentioned, hey, I've heard of a film called Shark and Saw Women's Prison Massacre. That should tick all the boxes of awesomeness. Yeah, but it didn't, did it? No, it was shit. <laughs> <laughs> but neither of us had seen the film before. It's currently free on Amazon Prime. So we thought we'd give it a go, and fuck, that was a mistake. Do you want to do the uh, the details? Because you had them written down, and I never fucking bothered. <laughs> I haven't written a lot. It's from 2016, and it was directed by Jim Wynorski. Wynorski? Wynorski? I'm Ron Burgundy? Sorry, Jim. I don't know you feel. I think that's anyway. Polish for talentless hack. Yeah. <laughs> he also co-wrote it. I think there was two or, two or three other writers. But Fucking hell, really? I didn't write their names down. You're telling me that three idiots sat in a room writing <laughs> that know. shit. So, yeah. I mean, the film opens with some shots of fracking, apparently. That's not fracking. It's not. That's exploding it's with exploding. dynamite. Yeah, fracking is where you shoot water into the earth. <laughs> yeah. That was fucking dynamite. They, they've got a quarry nearby where they've just filmed some explosions going on. They off. don't know what fracking is. That's a bad start when the yeah. first scene is scientifically completely fucking inaccurate to what they're supposed to be doing. You know you're in for a fucking shit sandwich. I think the worst scene was just after that when you're introduced to the Arkansas State Prison for Women which you don't see the internals. You see the outside of it. It's clearly a fucking porter cabin with a little <laughs> sign on it saying yeah, women's prison. They probably shot it at the same quarry they'd filmed the explosions. You're sending to spend ten years in a porter cabin. Still, prison uniform is um, tight white tops and uh, short shorts. Yeah, that's what I thought. When is a standard fucking prison garb? Don't know. Daisy Dukes and a fucking tank top. Yeah. I mean... Fair Jews. Aesthetically, it was pleasing. Yeah. But I don't think that's standard issue prison fucking garb. No, I wouldn't have thought so. So, the the fracking, but not fracking, releases some weird prehistoric spiny shark out of some subterranean cave. I'm going to address the one thing I liked about the film. Okay. The design of the shark was good. It was like a gravoid shark. They had those little spines to move them yeah. through the ground or whatever. Yeah, and this had... And the first shot of the shark, you think, that's not bad. But that's the one and only shot of the shark, yeah. the way it looks any good. That first shot where you see it swimming through two inches of water, apparently. Yeah. And I thought the same thing. I thought, this CGI is all right. This this has got potential. But then it wasn't. No. And for the rest of the film, it was <laughs> fucking awful. Yeah. It just dropped after that. I should point out that this film has porn quality acting. But that's as close to porn as you get. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought, ah, well, at least there might be boobies. There yeah. were no boobies. Yeah, that was like, okay, yeah, it's, it's some attractive and some partially attractive women in skimpy clothing. This should be fine. This is going to tick all the boxes. It's going to be cheesy. It's going to be fun. It's going to be some boobs. You know, that's, what more do you want from a movie? But no. No, the no. acting was appalling. The only one who could really act was the bloke who played the main prison guard. He weren't too bad. Do you know what? I've got that on my notes somewhere as well. Really? Everybody else... I mean, Tracy Lord has had a career that spanned, what, four decades? Something like she that, She still yeah. hasn't learned to fucking act. <laughs> she wasn't horrendous compared to some of the others. They made her look good. No, I don't but think still you... still not 
any quality that I give a shit about. But anyway. There was no making anything look good. You no. can't polish a turd. And so, that film was a turd. Yeah. I mean, the, the so this, this shark, prehistoric shark thing escapes and swims through the swamp. And two prison guards take five women out into the swamp to cut down some tree stumps. Yeah. Why are they cutting down tree stumps in the middle of a swamp? I don't know. But I have written down two men. Five women and a whole lot of wood. <laughs> <laughs> that was my notes. That but, would have been a great fucking subtitle. But that never happens. <laughs> the weird thing as well, going back to the shark thing, there was a few sort of underwater shots, I guess it's POV, that were quite oh, nice underwater shots. But then they had underwater shots for the title sequence and they were janky as fuck. I don't even remember. Yeah, because I wrote it down. It was like, the stuff before that was smooth. And then it was this really slightly janky looking. It's like, why has your, your filming quality got worse? I'm sure more than one person must have filmed this. I don't know. I'll tell you what really struck me. Early on in the film, they find the remains of somebody who's been eaten. Ah, CGI body parts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They were fucking awful. They looked green and cartoony. They would have looked better if they'd have gone to Hunt Stanton Joe Shop and bought a fucking <laughs> plastic severed arm and just thrown it on the floor. You could, yeah, got a limb from a fucking mannequin. It would have looked more realistic than that shit. I'm sure they could have done something other than the worst fucking CGI body parts. And they clearly had fake body parts because there's like a severed leg yeah. later on in the movie. Something else in my notes as well because this was... Um, he was uh, Tracy Lords and whoever the... Because they're... Are they kind of FBI agents or detectives? Yeah. Something. I don't care. Yeah, the film doesn't really explain and I didn't give a <laughs> Who shit. Who gives a fuck? But on my uh, notes for that was, next up on Cops Without Radios, because they've gone in at the fucking swamp, gone in separate directions, and I think her instructions to her partner was, if you see anything, come and tell me. Yeah. Do you not have a fucking radio? <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure they do furnish the FBI with fucking some sort of communicative devices. Yeah, there must be some. We'll probably get back on them later, because they are... The worst cops. So anyway, the most glamorous playboy fucking prisoners in the world jump out of the back of a van yeah. and start digging. And the digging scene only exists <laughs> as an excuse for the women to get hot and pour water over the tits. Yeah. Whoa, look at those magambos! Yeah, that's what I've got. Another note of mine is, when drinking water, make sure to spill it over your breasts yeah. slowly. Yeah. 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 But not in a really... I mean, like I said, they're clothed. They are clothed. They're just basically really crappy. Wasn't it um, Airplane? I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. One of them had it. Was it? Not Lisa Nielsen. The young guy's got... I've got a drink and... I get thrown in his face. Yeah. <laughs> it was like that. I'm just going to have a drink. Oh, I've just poured it in my eye. And I <coughs> my chin. It was like... <laughs> yeah. It was... And I thought these women looked like they should know how to put things in their mouths, but... <laughs> they didn't. Well, they've been in prison for a while. Oh, that's true. They're out. They're out. This yeah. is... Taking a really fucking strange turn, where we're suddenly like borderline misogynist. Yeah, I know, but the film was sort of, the, the film was borderline misogynist by having women in those sort of outfits and doing the whole slow motion water pour it on your cleavage a bit. But yeah, I don't know, it, it just didn't go anywhere. There was another issue with radios I had as well, and you know, I can't remember which characters it was. It might even have been the, I think it was the two main prison guards. Where he's like, he clearly doesn't know how a radio works because he's talking in it while holding it up to his ear like a fucking phone. <laughs> That's not how fucking radios work, dude. <laughs> I was puzzled as to why they were fucking banged up in the first place. It's never really explained, and I can only assume that they live in some weird alternative universe where you get in prison for being busty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think one of them gave a little bit of backstory, didn't they? Was it? I don't even remember. I think I'd stopped listening at that point. I think she was called Shannon. Was it something to do with... Because she randomly falls for some guy who she just met, don't she? That one. Was it her partner beat her or something so she killed him? Something along those lines. 
Right. It's supposed to make you feel sympathy for the character, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Or care, to be no. honest. But yeah, I mean, I imagine there's a criteria for that prison where sort of like you get done for a crime, turn up, and they're like, yeah, sorry, we're not, we're not putting you up. You've got no tits. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah, you're too flat for us. Yeah. You're two peas on an ironing board on your way. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a strange, strange... Yeah, there's just so many fucking weird... It's like, when they, when, when the, uh, when they all sort of try and escape the shark and end up at some random fucking house. Yes. They, the women decide they're going for a bath. Hey, do you want to watch me blow bubbles and then take in a mouthful of water and then cough until I throw up? Absolutely not. Yeah, they get in the hot tub, don't It's they? a hot tub. Yeah. They don't know the difference between a bath and a hot tub. <laughs> it's not a fucking bath. A bath is something inside with bubbles. This is a fucking hot tub. I'm like, this is... People who wrote this should know these fucking things. <laughs> Well, yeah, so what happens to get to that point is, the, is it Honey, I think, the redhead who turns up? She's a friend of one of the prisoners. She turns up. Is she and, a friend or was she like a well, lover? Lover, I think. Well, I presume she's also going to be a friend. But yeah. That was doing the uh, the really badly forced lesbian scene. Yeah, yeah, which they didn't look comfortable doing. No. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so she turns up, she busts out a friend and some of the other prisoners decide to come along. Some are a bit reluctant, but they're like, no, fuck you, you're all coming with us. Mm. But she's... Parked a car in the road to block the van, the prison van with the state prison fucking name on the side of it, but then leaves her car to steal the van, so a white van with the prison logo on it, to then later on swap it for another white van that just happens to have some blue stripes on it, and then they seem to drive for five minutes, and then they're at this fucking cabin in the middle of the swamp. Yeah, yeah. It's not, just not a good escape plan. One of many fucking issues with the film's storytelling, it's just, just fucking yeah, abysmal. So steal it's... a van, leave your car... Swap for another van that's nearly identical. I think everybody in this film went to the uh, Joey Tribbiani School of Smell the Fire acting as well. There's so many really <laughs> bizarre pauses where they look like they're thinking of something really profound to say and then fucking don't. Well, that was... I found that with... One of the... I think this was before the escape. One of the women disappears and they come to the conclusion, oh, she must have run away. But they find some blood, which is bizarrely halfway up a tree... And doesn't one of them stick a hand on it? And she's like, there's blood! And holds yeah. a hand out to the camera. And it just kind of holds that shot for, like, way too fucking long. Like, oh, and that's it. They've just gone, yeah, there's blood, man! And then they just go. They don't seem concerned. One of the prisoners, the first one to die, wanders off to the lake. That's the for, one, yeah. Or the swamp. For reasons that I can't even remember. Oh, did she want to wash? Or she cut her arm. Oh, yeah, that's to it. to wash her arm. Yeah. <laughs> and she's taken out by a CGI splash. Yes. There's no shark evident, it's just a CGI splash. And not a very good one either. No, it wasn't very well done, and I'm assuming they forgot to CGI the shark in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what the one they was like a little, they put like a little blood mist in the water that doesn't actually follow the flow of the water either? Yeah. It goes, it, some goes towards it and some goes against it, and you're like, yeah, no one even understands the current. I should point out <laughs> that me and Mark are fans of bad movies. Yeah. Especially bad movies that know they're bad movies, but don't think they're anything else, and you're just expected to have a laugh with it. That kind of. Thing. I mean, I personally am quite fond of the Sharknado films, and um, yeah, they have a certain silly charm. Especially you watch it with a group of you. Yeah, they're a fucking laugh. Yeah, because they're not taking themselves seriously. They know they're fucking ridiculous, and yeah. each one tries to out ridiculous the next one. There's loads of examples of really shitty films that that I can sit here and think. Rubber. Rubber's a great film. <laughs> yeah. You know, a vibrating tire that makes people's heads explode. Yeah. Brilliant. There have been a few fucking uh, examples where I haven't really enjoyed them. We watched one called Killer Sofa. Oh, yeah. Which wasn't a sofa, it was a reclining armchair. And it was just, <laughs> it looked like bungling fucking gimp gear. <laughs> but this film wasn't an enjoyable, silly experience. It was just fucking naff. It had no fun factor no. to get past that kind of... It was boring. Mm-hmm. 
I shouldn't have been bored watching women in skimpy outfits and a fucking shark. It was a slog. Yeah, it was. I, I stopped at the... It's, I think it's like an hour and... What, two forties? <laughs> I stopped at 40 <laughs> minutes, which was halfway. And I kind of... I watched the last episode of Invincible and had a nap and then carried on watching the film two days later. Yeah, see, so I, was, I did it in one sitting. I thought it was just like pulling a Band-Aid off. If I do it quick, it should be less painful. I weren't manly enough to do that. Oh, I'll turn the phone down. Half <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that one, we're about to be killed by Jason <laughs> Boys. Yeah, I, I did it all in one go and it was hard work. I sat there also having to pay attention because I was taking notes of this podcast. <laughs> Fuck, I was bored. Well, I can't remember because we said there were two prison guards and the younger one gets shot by um, Honey, the one who's done the breakout. And that's like, the blood spray was courtesy of MS Paint. Yeah. Red, red squares flew out of him. But she didn't kill him, did she? I can't She remember. just sort of said that she'd killed him, but I think she just winged him and was like, oh, fuck it. Did he, I don't know, did he get eaten by the shark or did they just not put him in the rest of the movie? I don't remember what they, happened to they him. They probably just left him there to bleed to death and bleed red paint and, and not give a fuck. swamp or whatever you get. Maybe. Yeah. Or, you know, I mean, in a really weird twist, the shark can swim on land now does that make any sense to me but it kind of like it, it's almost all burrows into the land yeah. chewing the fucking scenery up as it's going along which is preposterous and what made it even worse is after the shark's been through and sort of buggered off and they walk outside the land is perfectly fucking flat again <laughs> yeah. I think I've got that in my notes somewhere I'm like mother nature works in mysterious ways yeah. either that or someone follows the shark with a fucking rake <laughs> pulling it all back into position uh, meanwhile we've got our, our two cops was it Tracy Lords who decide to yeah. take time out of their investigation to talk about discarded Coca-Cola bottles. Yeah. Because we need that conversation about how she collects fucking bottles for a minibar. Now, I'm all for the idea that the filmmakers were probably very environmentally minded, but they could have like, figured a more interesting way to let everyone know that they should fucking put their litter in a bin. But it still wasn't even... No, because then this woman's like, ah, oh, I found this trash, but it's useful trash. I'm so glad someone threw it away and discarded it in the swamp because I'm going to clean it and use it. So it wasn't really like, oh, don't do that. It's choked a fucking alligator. Going back to the uh, prison dress and the bar- bath hot tub oh, okay, yeah. confusion. What I want to know is when they decided to all sort of get in the hot tub, <laughs> how have they all got bikinis on them? Yeah, I did debate. I was going to presume, and this has given the film a lot of fucking leeway it doesn't deserve. Maybe the house that they fucking go to is a house slash bikini shop. <laughs> well, didn't Honey, who rescued her friend, have some spare clothes? She just was rescuing one woman, but happened to have enough spare clothes for five Spare clothes is fine. I can I get the idea of spare clothes being in the back of the car or van or whatever she was fucking driving to help disguise the fact that this woman's a prisoner because obviously everyone in that area (laughs) in Arkansas knows that female prisoners wear Daisy Duke shorts and fucking tank tops. But why would she have a bag full of bikinis? She knew the cabin she'd rented out a hot tub and thought, well, you know, we're on the lamb, but there's no excuse not to have a little bikini hot tub moment. They were probably going to be there for days and she thought you must have a clean bikini for every fucking occasion. (laughs) Film. I've got a question. I don't know if this is a thing as well because I, one of the, I think is it? Oh God, I can't remember the name. Was fucking Shannon? She cooks them a meal. My speciality: peaches and beans. It's yeah. fucking chili oh, beans. I've got that too. And peaches. Who the fuck? <laughs> what kind of sick bastard? That is fucking disgusting. Is that a thing? <laughs> is that got, really a fucking thing? I've actually written that down too. Peaches and beans. Tip mm. peaches and chili beans. <laughs> that sounds fucking vile. And they all seem to go for it. It's like, oh, it's my speciality? What kind of fucking weird shit is this? And they make it more than once. All they seem to have in this cabin is chilli beans and peaches. Like, well, it's peaches and beans again. Oh, what was the name of the ginger woman? That was Honey, wasn't it? The, rescue, was it? the one who rescued them. 
She was racist as fuck. Yeah. She kept calling the main Asian girl fucking egg roll. Yeah, it was egg roll and chopstick and... Yeah. Yeah, daft racist. I think she even called a Japanese roll at one point. I can't remember. Oh, I was thinking that. Like, oh, God, that's so unnecessary. (laughs) Yeah, she was a real racist dick. I have got... Oh, because they meet... um, There's a couple of geologists nearby who randomly turn up and I think they give me the best line in the film someone mentions about the shark attack and you've got the dialogue of with two characters going there ain't no sharks in these woods to which the other implies not that we know of <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell <laughs> just really uh, oh god those arboreal tree sharks it's like they gave the fucking script paper to a bunch of fucking junior kids yeah. like junior school kids and said yeah do your best <laughs> Here's some crayons. Yeah. Fucking write a movie. And then when you're done, we'll add some sort of busty stuff in there. Yeah. Like that one, the, the, the two geologists, the women's like, found, I can't even remember how they all fucking meet up, but the women get them at gunpoint, the prisoners do, and go, right, you're with us. And one of the younger guys like, oh no, we're being taken hostage. And the other one's like, yeah, but what a rack. So it's okay to be I've taken written... hostage if it's by someone busty? Yeah, I've written that down yeah. too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that'd get us probably like, I'm going to be kidnapped, but nice tits fine I love everywhere they find the fucking <laughs> severed leg with a shark tooth in it oh well. god that yeah. leg is fucking hilarious but at least it's a prop leg it is but it's not a good one but the shark tooth isn't even embedded in like the, the gory stump bit as much as it was gory it's just randomly in the side I'm assuming the green remains at the start of the film the CGI ones were That's um, one of those two blokes at the start who were attacking the band the, um, the frackers yeah <laughs> the frackers <laughs> the mother frackers <laughs> <laughs> It sounds like we're insulting them in Battlestar Galactica fucking language. <laughs> frack me, frack you! Eat, slut, and die, you crock sucking crack bag! Face, you mother frockin' space crunt! <laughs> yeah, why have they gone green so quick? I don't know, they were really like, yeah, weird grey green colour. I think it was just, it was just bad CGI. Just bad CGI. I yeah, I've got here that I've written down, look at that rag comment. Yeah, it was. But then there was one, there was a line that I uh, actually made me laugh, and I don't think it was intentional. Well, they were explaining to... I can't remember if the geologists even saw the shark, but the women were explaining it to him, and the guy was like, ah, it's a sharkosaurus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I had to pause for a minute and have a little giggle. Because I'm like, a fucking... And they're saying it's serious. There's no jokes. And it's like, hmm, this is a sharkosaurus. All sharks are technically dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah. They're living dinosaurs. But there wasn't um, a sharkosaurus. I'm no paleo. Yeah, I was going to say I'm not a paleontologist. I'm pretty sure there was not a fucking sharkosaurus. No, all shark sharks existed at the time of the dinosaurs yeah. and are pretty much unevolved. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, from that point on. Yeah, it was like, oh god, I just I had to stop and have a little giggle at that because it was just. I'll hit the point now that pissed me off more than anything else in the film. Okay, Honey the Gingerbird's catchphrase. Yes, that was. Yeah, crap on. on a fucking cracker. Yeah. without the fucking it was crap on a yeah, cr- they just... thought it was so clever that they even had a pre-credits a mid-credits yeah. scene of her crawling out of the fucking shit and saying crap on a cracker like, think... they think they've hit on some it's, it's no fucking <laughs> yippee ki motherfucker is it it was nothing it was just it's like shit on a biscuit who cares it's what it's not <laughs> and that's funnier but yeah crap on a cracker because I've written down if I was doing a written review that would probably be my tagline but I don't know if it would be because I fucking hated it that was the other piece of racism we were just talking about. She kept calling her Tokyo Rose. Oh, yeah. I knew I'd be yeah. in that dance somewhere. That was it. Fucking... Oh. Tokyo Rose, that was it. Not Yeah, I knew it was something. Really, really. She couldn't even stick to one country. The Asian racism. character was actually the probably the best character. 
I mean, oh, I in the only it, it weren't great, but in the only sensible piece of writing in the film is that she doesn't want to go along with all these people trying to escape because she's only got a few months left, and it would be fucking stupid yeah, and senseless to then a, like jeopardize being imprisoned longer. And yeah, she, yeah, she, she had, had a, a kid, kid to get to or something. Yeah, that made sense for her character. She, she her yeah. acting was that was the only character thing. choice that made any fucking sense in the yeah. film because that's probably how you would feel in that situation. Yeah, because they tried to give a bit of background to the. Shannon character when she randomly falls for the younger geologist not for the one that looks like a short fat version of Dave Batista. she falls for the younger one and it's just like tells him that story about being you know her husband beat or whatever so she killed mm. him and now she's in prison yeah. and they're randomly like oh I love you and then he dies and she's distraught and like you've known him for five fucking <laughs> minutes come on <laughs> yeah that's a bit fucking needy isn't it I can't even remember he probably got hit by a fucking shark because I can't remember it's, it's probably another off screen moment or bad CGI moment it really didn't stick in my fucking brain but the film has time for random romance between geology man and it has time for a lot of stuff in between stuff like that isn't really worth sticking around for well like the cops again meanwhile they're having a fucking meal at a restaurant yeah (laughs) so we've stopped to examine discarded bottles and then we're going to go out for a fucking meal it took them so long to get to the scene of the fucking action yeah and then they sort of show up they turn up right at the very end and it's all over and done with yeah Meaning that their their character introductions were meaningless because they actually do nothing. No. It's been dealt with by the time they get there. Yeah, they just turn up for someone to go. Yeah, it's all over. Yeah, they, they except it isn't. But I'll... the problem is, I think they had an idea for a short film, not a good short film. It wouldn't have been any fucking better. But they had an idea for a short film that they needed to stretch out for an hour and a half to make it feature length. So they threw all this fucking shit at it that means nothing. Yeah, I don't know what. I didn't know if it was two films. They kind of. I don't know what came first, whether someone's thought, oh, shark and saw, we can do something with that. Mm. And someone else was like, well, I was writing this thing about a women's prison near a swamp, and they've gone, oh, fuck it, we'll mix them Combine together. Combine the two. Which could explain why there's more than one writer to the movie. Yeah, it's utterly pointless. There's nothing that I can say. Like I say, I like stupid films. Oh, yeah. yeah, But not this. This is fucking shit. What I liked as well, there was... they. They realise that sharks are drawn to blood, which hasn't happened yet. They've been drawn to vibrations in the ground, much like graboids, as I've mentioned. Yeah. So they make a decoy and put a little bit of blood on it. But if sharks are drawn to blood, why are they making a decoy in the shape of a fucking person? The shark doesn't give a fuck about that. <laughs> that smells like person shit. <laughs> yeah. That smells of blood, but it's not in the shape of a dude. Yeah. So I'm eat. not interested in that yeah. blood smell over there because it's shaped like a banana. Yeah. <laughs> it's like they could have put just squirted blood on the ground. That would have been enough. <laughs> But no, they make a fucking shit mannequin. And it kind of MacGyvers this scene, doesn't it? Where they're like getting zip ties and he's taking blood and squirting it on, on one. The amount of blood he put on it was like, I've had worse from a paper cut, I think. Or it was just like a little bit on the arm of this fucking mannequin they made. Although sharks generally can smell one part blood in like a million parts water or something. Oh yeah, yeah but how can they smell it in like a million parts dirt? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if it was like, if they'd splashed it near an asparagus farm or something. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, they, they do this sort of decoy thing to distract the sharks so they can get away into a cave system that's Yeah, nearby. I was about to say, I think I blacked out at some point because well, they were in a house and the next thing yeah. I know they're in a cave and I can't remember how they got there. They found some a stash of very plastic guns. <laughs> then one of them, she turns around, I think that she got another tin of peaches and fucking beans on the counter and one of the, I think it was the, the, the Asian actress again, whose name, sorry, I can't remember because I didn't write any of the shit. No, I didn't bother either. She turns around and sort of slaps the can somehow as she flails and they hit this the wall and a little compartment comes out and there's like the most plastic replica guns you've ever seen. Mm. And they're all like... T- every gun, every time they draw the gun, it makes this weird little rattle, doesn't it? Of yeah. like fake gun noise. <laughs> the piece of the plastics broke yeah. off in the handle. But they're tooled up now and they do this decoy with a shark thing. Although I noticed 
Oh, it's another one. I can't remember her name. The the one who Honey was originally going to rescue, the blonde one, who's got too much fucking makeup on her eyes. Yeah, he's probably. A, I think the actress is a lot older than she was meant to be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I was thinking that. <laughs> but there was they're trying to shoot the sharks in the ground. She's standing at the top of the staircase into that cabin, and she's holding a gun at eye level. They're not halfway up a fucking tree. They're in the ground. You know, just <laughs> although nothing would have surprised me at any point if that shark suddenly swam up a tree. But it's like they're all shooting Tarzan sharks through the fucking vines. She's trying to pick off squirrels or something. What the fuck's going on? The bit that really did my head in was when they get in the caves and they decide they got to cross that stretch of water. Oh, is this the raft? Now, this is a CGI prehistoric shark that <laughs> has travelled through land instead of water, and at one point eaten a car or attacked oh, a car oh, it, and it, got the. Got it the knows what tires are, doesn't it? it yeah. It's an attack to car previously, in it? But for some reason, Versatized. while they're in this inflatable dinghy, yeah. they should be perfectly okay. Mm-hmm. Why do they think... Cross, there's so much like, stressed on the fact that if they get in this dinghy, they can get to the other side safely. Why? If this yeah. thing can attack you while you're in a fucking car, what good's a rubber dinghy going to do you? I mean, I wouldn't <laughs> be feeling overly safe in a rubber dinghy surrounded by real sharks in the fucking ocean. I wouldn't feel safe from one surrounded by fucking goldfish, I don't think. <laughs> One of them's going to tip this over. But no, you're in a car on dry land, yeah. not safe by the, from the shark, yeah. in a rubber dinghy, mere inches <laughs> away from the fucking water. That they found randomly abandoned in a cave with some tools from like, oh, some people have come down here and randomly left their shit, which includes a, a rubber dinghy. Yeah. An inflatable fucking raft thing that we can... Is that standard caving issue equipment, rubber oh, dinghies? Time, I mean, yeah. I watched The Descent and yeah. I don't remember them taking a dinghy down. All the time, hard hat, flares, boat. <laughs> what you need when you go underground <laughs> it's just one set piece of shite after another isn't it I like how they want to point out their lighting as well because they go into the cave and doesn't one of the women say something about oh these you know the caves are quite bright it's like, bright. It's like they're all lit from the back and you've got the old geologist guy going like oh it's the phosphorus from the rocks yeah thanks for explaining your shitty lighting and why we can see in the cave we, we really needed to know that the other thing that got me was it's, it's a CGI prehistoric monster shark yeah and this one of the blokes says it's 17 feet long 17 feet in that big for a shark <laughs> I mean there were great whites that are over 20 feet yeah exactly 17 why Why would they go 17 feet and they they this like monster fucking prehistoric shark oh it's only 17 feet long but they look more like 7 feet long yeah it wasn't very big was no. it and then they've gone oh there's 7 of them mate. I counted fucking 3 mate <laughs> I don't know what's been going on here but it went from 1 to 3 to them talking about when sharks swarm and there could be thousands upon thousands of them. Where? Yeah. That doesn't happen anywhere <laughs> no. in nature, I don't think. Sharks don't tend to do that. I think they just copied the Sharknado thing of, yeah, sharks all swarmed, spawned, whatever they're doing. Yeah. And now they're going to gather from this prehistoric underground lake that fracking released them from. It wasn't fracking. I know. <laughs> That's another thing that annoys me at fracking, apart from all the environmental bullshit. It has given us a lot of excuses in horror films that seem to be creeping in because, like, yeah, fracking caused it. Mm. I'm like, oh, fuck off with you. Just frack off. Just <laughs> frack off. But yeah, they go in the cave. The oh, bef- older professor gets randomly eaten and we're supposed to feel sad about it because the characters are upset about what happened to him. But they're in the cave. I don't get where the shark came from. It makes like a splash noise from what we didn't see and then he's gone. Yeah. So I don't know. What I like the bit where that dummy yeah. who was supposed to be rescued picks up the machine gun while in the dinghy and fires it. Yeah. And, and the <laughs> recoil knocks her out of the fucking boat and into the water. Yeah, I mean, and it had to... Show her twice going, Wah! in slow motion, because she does that, stands up, and then sort of goes, Wah! again. She'd been watching Hot Fuzz. Have you ever fired your gun up in the air and gone, ah? No, I have not ever fired my gun up in the air and gone, ah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, she, yeah, she fires the gun and falls in from the recall, and I can't remember what's the other one. There's a shark just 
hit the boat. One, uh, Shannon randomly gets shot. No one seems to care. No. And I don't think anyone seems to care about anything if they sit no. there. Because based on my experience of it, why would you give a fuck? It's a horrible, yeah, horrible fucking movie. But by the end of it, you're left with Carl, the prison guard, played by John Callahan, who was probably... The, he was the only decent actor in the film. Yeah. I liked him. I think he was in the wrong movie. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I liked him. I thought he was a, he was a, he'd done a good job. He was a good actor. He was just doing everything that I think he should have done. I think it's like a low-budget example of when they hired Robert De Niro to be in the Rocky and Bullwinkle film. I wouldn't put him quite as a higher-quality actor, <laughs> no, but he can act. Yeah. He could act. No, it's not quite the same standard, yeah. but the point remains, you've got one of the finest actors ever in one of the worst fucking yeah, movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But here you've got like an okay actor who not... I thought he was good. He, he can act. I mean, you go in a shit movie because it's going to be another extension on your house or whatever. He pays a bit of mortgage off. Yeah. You know. But I, mean, then, I remember yeah. Michael Caine saying in an interview the only reason he did Jaws 4, which is horrible movie. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. But kind of a guilty pleasure of mine because it's so bad. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, okay. But I, I think... See. I mean, the shark roars in Jaws 4. But the one <laughs> no, bit that always got me the most is when they kill the shark by ramming it with the um, bow of the boat yeah. and for no reason that all the shark explodes. Like sharks are made sharks of fucking are TNT. Fucking combustible. <laughs> shit, man. But yeah, Michael Caine always said that he did Jaws 4 to pay his mortgage off. Yeah. They used to have the savage pants shut to stop the women goosing him. Which is fair enough. And I don't think he's ever watched it. <laughs> I wouldn't stop blame him, really. But, but yeah, so uh, Carl and... The, um, the Asian prisoner. I'm sorry, that makes me sound a bit racist because I don't know her name. I can't remember, I can't remember the character's name or that. I don't think anyone used the name. They were just racist to her the whole time. Yeah. They escape, and then Carl decides that because she's got a a kid and she didn't have long left to go, I'll just turn my back. Yeah. And this woman can just go and be with a kid again. The logistics of that don't work. The logistics of it don't work because she'll get caught easy. But the other side is they haven't killed the fucking sharks. All they've done is escape from the cave. So he's going to let her walk off through the swamp where they presume thousands of. Then he's going to go She's... back to his fucking boss. Yeah. Well, presumably he's got a boss because everybody has a boss to say, <laughs> yeah. "Well, you're not going to believe this, but she was eaten by a prehistoric shark that can swim on land in the land." Yeah. Boa's like a fucking gopher. Yeah, but the FBI people know about it, so he's got their backup. Yeah. But it was still like they don't they don't eliminate the threat. They just escape through a cave. Everyone's dead apart from two characters. And he goes, I'll turn her back. You go through the swamp. <coughs> oh, shit. Yeah, the shark infested. Fuck, she's dead. <laughs> yeah, but he never turned around and said at any point, you're gonna have to va- you can vanish, but you're going to have to change your name. Yeah, yeah. Move out of the state. Um, it was just like, <laughs> off you go. Go yeah. and pick up your kid, because no one expects you to go there. But I suppose he's opened up by saying, I'm the only survivor. And because there'll be body parts that mostly, you presume they're going to be in the shark's belly. Although when that one character got a leg bitten off, her leg was left laying around and she crawled all the way to... So her leg just got bitten off. Nothing, yeah. No part of her got eaten. She <laughs> crawled to the little cabin in the woods in the swamp, sorry, and died. At that point, you've got to assume that the shark's just being a dick. Yeah, I was like... I'm not me. hungry, I'm just going to bite your leg it's off. Just like, I'm in a shit movie, I've got to make the most of it. I've got fucking kid, shark kids to feed, I need to make some... Or maybe it was going to eat the leg, but it was repulsed by the fact that the meat had been flavoured by fucking <laughs> beans and peaches. <laughs> All that fucking crap excuse of blood that was on it. It was like the, yeah. the strawberry topping you put on ice cream. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck have you been eating? Beans and peaches? <laughs> fuck off. I'm not eating this. But that's pretty much the end of the film. They don't resolve anything. Two people escape. He sends that one woman through the swamp. So she's obviously going to die because they haven't removed the threat of the sharks. And then the FBI people turn up and go, do you know what we're dealing with? And he's like, yup. And then it ends. Yeah. And then you have that one scene in the credits where she calls out the thingy and goes, crap on a cracker. And I thought you've just summed my experience of this film up in one fucking sentence. It was a pile of shit. (laughs) It was like being served a meal and then finding there's a turd on it. Like that scene in, um, was it 13? The, um, you know, the one where the guy has to do them challenges. He has to kill a fly and all that. And then he goes to the the restaurant and he has that little, he has the poo platter. Yeah. Yeah. It was like that. I'm going to sit down and have a nice meal. Ah, it's a shit. 
Brilliant. It's a turd on a plate. That's what this film was. Yeah, it was shit. Because the elements were there to make a fun, cheesy B movie. Yeah, yeah, it could have been good. Yeah, it, it not good, but it could, no, have, it could been have been fun. an enjoyable experience. Yeah. And it wasn't. They everybody took it far too fucking seriously. Yeah, there was no sort of sly but wink not, to the camera. Yeah, it wasn't serious in a fun, ironic way. No, it was. It was like these actresses suddenly thought, I've landed a movie, this is it. <laughs> and I'm thinking, no, nah, yeah. Well, I'm sure they've all been in other things. I think I did have a brief look. I never bothered. I, I, didn't. I had a brief look. Did, did the, Has the, the director made anything else? I didn't bother looking at him. Shall I have a look? You can do. Let's have a look and yeah. see what else he's fucking responsible I know for. he co-wrote this with a couple of others. And I think that all the cast have been, well, not all the cast, I don't know. I didn't look at everybody, but most of the cast have been in other things. I mean, John... John Callahan, I think I said his name was. He played Carl. He's been in more than the rest of them. I don't know. what I'm now looking, but whatever he's done, I don't think I'll I be I think watching. he was in a um, one of those Sharkers or Dino Croc movies, I believe. He looks a bit like old Biff from Back in the Future. <laughs> All right. With ginger hair, though. Yeah. But he, he could act. He was, he was fine in the movie. It's just he was in a crap movie. Let's have a look. Oh, this is riveting for the people listening. Yeah. At <laughs> least scrolls through his phone. His latest film was in 2018, and it's Cobra Gator. Oh, I can see it. And regardless of what I may have just said on, on this podcast, I kind of want to see that now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I'm happy to watch that, because the same as you, I love shit movies. We were talking about, what was the, Sharktopus, that's the one. Yeah, Sharktopus. We, we were that, it was fun. Yeah, oh, that, was, that was a fun movie. Yeah. But um, it knew what it was. I think the most recent film I've watched that was kind of low budget and a bit daft, but I really enjoyed, was Slacks. Oh yeah, yeah. The, the, the possessed fun. pair of jeans. Yeah. It was, not only was it well made. Yeah. Um, I think at the end of the film they sort of show you the people in the green suits making the 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 dancing the dancing the jeans. Like that, yeah. It was a fun movie. And again, like I mentioned, Rubber. It's that kind of film where they know it's stupid. Yeah. But they do it as well as they can, but also have a laugh with it. Yeah. This could have been a mixture of well, maybe not Jaws, but you could have Jaws and Bear Behind Bars. And instead, you've got Jaws Four and Cell Block H. Yeah, right, that. I mean, there's no prison in the fucking movie, so no. that's out the title. No, there's yeah, there's no prison at any point glanced in this movie. No. Yeah, the prison in uniforms, as we've said, were ridiculous. Yeah, tight white tops and Daisy Duke cutoffs. Like it's just absolutely fucking preposterous. But uh, which so would be fine if they were doing it in a fun, ironic, slightly exploitation way. But it it didn't even have that going for it. There was nothing. It's not a film I could recommend to anyone, to be honest. Uh, in 2017, he directed a film called Legend of the Naked Ghost. Okay. Mm. I'm guessing all these films, they were going to score around three point something. <laughs> well, Legend of the Naked Ghost scored 1.9 oh, on IMDb. Yeah. Oh, Cobra Gate has got a 5.7. Fucking hell. Okay, we might have to bump that up the list then. That might have to be uh, our next cinematic shit sandwiches. I think we're going to christen this fucking... Shit sandwich. These podcasts, like when we watch really bad films. <laughs> We're scraping the leaves out of the gutter of cinema. Before the ghost one, he directed a family movie called A Dog Gone Christmas. Oh dear, no. I'm that was a four-pointer. Uh, Nessie and Me. Is that a kid's film? I assume so, yeah. It looks kiddie. Well, well, I don't know. It's either a kid's film or a really weird fucking porn parody. See, this one looks like a porno. <laughs> Shark Babes and Scared Topless. <laughs> <laughs> Scared Topless. I've never been so frightened that top is randomly just flown off me and the more I scroll down the more sort of softcore porny it gets so I'm assuming he made his sort of start in uh, okay uh, so he's made a start doing softcore porn and then he's tried to he did do one called Piranaconda oh I've heard of that one that's yeah. a 2.9 yeah. before yeah. that busty co-eds versus lusty cheerleaders <laughs> might have to watch that one <laughs> camel spiders 
Oh, I've heard of that one as well. That's a really supposed to be shit as well. I haven't seen it, but I've... that's a two point five. Yeah, it's another one of these sexy wives syndrome. Okay, Monster Cruise. That's four point nine. What like Tom Cruise? Dino Croc versus Super Gator. Okay, yeah. Oh, that might be the same one that John Callahan was in then. Yeah, Busty Cops Go Hawaiian. <laughs> Busty Cops for... and the Jewel of Denial. Oh, okay. oh for fuck's oh. sake, that's really punny. I was waiting for Busty Cops Go Brazilian. The Jewel of Denial. Yeah, that's correct. The Hills Have Thighs. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I think that one, yeah, that is a horror porn parody, isn't it, I think, yeah. I don't know, it must be. Yeah. I don't know if it's like hardcore porn or, it's a 4.6. Is it? Okay. Does it say? Let's have a look. <laughs> is it porn? <laughs> <laughs> and one of the reviews, another winner for Wynorski. That's it. That tells you a lot about the movie. Total exploitation. Hey, you see, I'm sold. Yeah, okay. All right. So we, we may delve into his back catalogue. The Devil Wears Nada. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, some of these titles. Are hey, everyone, I'm Satan. Oh, shit, I ain't got my pants on. He directed a Cloverfield parody. Oh, okay. I'm going to give you two guesses to see if you can... Cockverfield? Nope. Uh, Cloverfuck? Nope. Cleavagefield. Oh, okay. oh, God, yes. Okay. Cleavagefield. <laughs> The Lusty Busty Barbecue. <laughs> barbecue. The Da Vinci Coed. Ah, oh, Christ, they're getting worse. Or are they? I'm not sure. House on Hooter Hill. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, so he's gone from doing porn parodies to trying to make. These are fucking amazing. Actual movies. The Breastford Wives. <laughs> busty Cop 2. Bear Wench. The Final Chapter. The Witches of Breastwick. <laughs> <laughs> so he's, he's made a lot of the horror porn parodies then, I'm guessing. Yeah, over that, or sort of hybrid creature movies like yeah. Komodo versus Cobra. Okay, so a lot of his films sound shit. We're probably going to delve in. We're probably, it's not the last we're going to see of Mr. Wynioski. Bleh de la bleh de blue blah bleh. Alabama Jones and the Busty Crusade. <laughs> I can't get enough of these. <laughs> He's been doing this for fucking years. Okay. Bear Wench Project. I was like, Blair Witch, obviously, yeah. Yeah. For some reason, he made the Bear Wench Project 3. Before the first one. Oh, the first one was then, was that a remake of the newer movie then, rather than the original? I don't know. The Bear Wench Project 2 scared topless. <laughs> I fucking hate it when I, I found myself in that position many times. I've been walking through the woods and something's made me jump. I've looked down and I've like jumped out of my shirt. I've never jumped out of my shirt. It hasn't to me all the time. Okay. Don't make me jump because my top falls off. Oh, well, I get scared pantless. <laughs> <laughs> he is now. <laughs> Sorry, Lee. I wasn't expecting this when I woke up this morning. <laughs> Yeah, so basically this dude does shitty porn par- parodies so, and, and hybrid monster fucking movies. Although we're in agreement. That he sh- did do Ghoulies 4. I can't remember. There weren't a space one, was it? No, I can't remember. The I don't know. One. I've seen the first two. Yeah, and I, I kind of didn't watch seen, anymore. I don't think I've seen through all four. No. So we're in agreement that Shark and Saw Women's Prison Massacre is shit. Oh. However, we are going to probably check out more films by Jim Wynorski because... He also did 976 Evil 2. I didn't even know it was a 976 Evil 2. Robert England directed the first one. First one, one yeah. yeah. Was that... No, the Return of Swamp Thing. That's not the one with Clint Howard, is it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, well, he, oh, he he's did, in an army. He did thing, Chopping Mall. Did he really? Oh, okay. That's bizarre. That's a film I actually really like. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. No, I didn't realise that. Yeah, so he oh, in, okay. in, in 1986 he directed Chopping Mall and then his career went from fucking punny porn names to, yeah. to shit. To animals. stuff that you get on a sci-fi channel. Yeah, but yeah, he made Chopping Mall oh, okay. and Deathstalker 2. I mean, chopping all. It's one of those. The cover looks really good with the hand holding the bag full of body parts, and then you find out it's robot security guards. Yeah, with lasers. <laughs> yeah, that would cost more than a lot more than a fucking human security guard. Yeah, 
I like Chopping Mall. Though. I like Chopping Mall. I watched it again recently, and it still holds up as a, as a good, fun movie. I yeah. mean, Barbara Crampton's in it, and yeah. that's always... That's always good. Yeah, she's great in most things. Or yeah. everything. I, think. I don't think I've seen her do anything. No, like and isn't the, the main female lead... She was in, is it Night of the Comets? Oh, I can't remember, mate. It's been a while since I've watched Chopping Mall. But yeah, I like Chopping Mall. It's a good, it's a good, uh, it's a good time movie. So we are going to check out more films by Mr. Wienorski. Well, now I kind of want to. Yeah. And I don't know why, because this was fucking horrible. Yeah, I mean, it, uh, to me, it's one. Of, it's a film that got made because people had like, oh, fuck, I've got bills to pay. I'll do a quick movie. But it, there was, the consistency of the CGI was so weird, because I agreed with you at the beginning. That first shot of the shark. Yeah. Like, this looks pretty good. Yeah, I thought that was too it, bad. But it went from shit, it went from good to shit because it was that bit where the guys are stuck in the, their 4x4 get stuck in the swamp and they look out the window and he's like, oh, what's that? And there's this really bad, blocky, blurry thing just coming towards it. You can't see it. But then you get a shot of the wave hitting the side of the car. That was all right. Yeah. That was quite good. That little shot of the wave. You didn't need the other shot of the crap bit. I think they kind of wrote himself out of a corner because I think they had the idea of this shark being sort of like fracked into existence. Then they thought, well, this isn't going to work in a swamp because it's too easy to get out of the water. Yeah. And someone's like, no, don't worry about that. This shark can swim on land for no explained reason whatsoever. I think that's why it had the little nodules on it, which to me were like the same as the thing on uh, Tremors on the Graboids, where they mentioned that, oh, this helps them move through the ground. I guess that's what the spines were supposed to be on it. Yeah. But But the basic design of it was still a shark and uh, how that would have propelled itself through the fucking earth. But you never really see very clearly anyway. If it can burrow through the earth so fast and so efficiently, why did it need to wait till the fracking released it? (laughs) (laughs) Why not just swim from where it is through the ground? Because it was on rocky earth and it couldn't get through that bit. And the fracking scene took place in a dry quarry in the middle of. Well, it it wasn't in the swamp. No. Yeah, the, so yeah, what, there's no sign of swamp when you see the fracking. Yeah, so what was this shark doing underneath the quarry? I don't, I don't fucking understand why they went from the quarry to the swamp. The swamp you could kind of understand because it's wet. It just, uh, yeah, it's just. But it's I don't think a mind-bogglingly an animal that swims in water is, in, you know, in a, in a subterranean ocean, as it were, is then going to go in a grubby swamp and through mud. That's going to fuck up your gills, surely. Yeah. That's not... I don't... I, mean, I know we're picking apart too much. But they were detonating on the surface as well. Yeah. Those explosions were taking place They were taking like on a the surface. ledge out of... Yeah, there was nothing underground. It wasn't... Like you said, it wasn't fracking. It's not fracking. Fracking is the um, is, is, is high-pressure water blast into the earth, isn't Just it? to go back to what you said about the actress in Chopper Mall, yes, Kelly Maroney, and she was in Night of the Comet. Ah, I like that film. I haven't seen that in a long while. I might have to watch Same that again. again. Yeah, that's another one I need to... Need to check out again. So I think the general consensus on this film is that it was fucking horrible. Yeah, it was crap. <laughs> it's not a good film. I wouldn't recommend it. There's nothing. There's nothing in it that to recommend. I was bored. I was bored through most of the fucking film. Obviously, because I'll stop halfway through and then leave it two days to f- till I finished it. And when I put it on, watch the second half. I was like, fuck. I've still got forty minutes to go. I mean, like I say, the main problem with me is for this film for me is that like I mean none of the actors bar one were really no like, but I don't that doesn't generally bother me too no. much but they needed you needed something a bit more to elevate this film out of like the, the turd that it is and it the, the, it was the weird fucking dramatic pauses between sentences mm. while it looked like they were sort of thinking to say something really profound and then just to say some dumb shit and I'm thinking what was that fucking you know you just, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna philosophize with you, and then fucking don't. They come out with some crap on a cracker. It's like those stereotypical Shatner pauses where you find something <laughs> is going badly. Shark, 
So I always like how they take the piss of that on Family Guy, where every time he speaks, he's in a different position. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> you've seen that. You'll be like oh, on, the, um, on the bridge that. of the Starship Enterprise, and he'll say one sentence laying on a console, the next minute he's in his chair. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that shit. But yeah, not a good, not a good movie. I wouldn't recommend it to anyone. There was, There's nothing to recommend at all about it. Mm. Okay, coming off the subject of this film a bit. Okay. I was going to mention to you, we did our Stephen King top ten. We did. Your top, your number one choice being Christine. Yes. It's getting remade. Uh, <laughs> I thought that'd be your reaction. I don't know. Okay. They released, no, they? Yeah, they released a list of uh, all the Stephen King stuff currently being like either in pre-production okay. or made. Like, in there. Yeah, they're going for a bit of um, resurgence, aren't they? The bloke who did the last Pet Cemetery is doing another Pet Cemetery. I don't know why that's happening. <sighs> is was, this a remake of the original Pet Cemetery too? I don't know. Wasn't that a guy on his motorbike? All I remember is it had Edward Furlong in it from Terminator 2. I'm sure he got buried on his motorbike or something. Or am I thinking of a different film? It's just like one... Ah, oh, fuck it. Who cares? <laughs> it was shit. I can't I don't know. We'll to, one day we'll check it out. They'll be doing Firestarter. Okay, yeah. yeah. Salem's Lot, I'm actually on board with a little bit. The, the, you know, the, the main vampire dude, Kurt... Kurt, what's his name? What's the vampire's name? Kurt something. Okay. They've cast him and it's William Sadler. Okay. And that could be quite yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. I like William Sadler. Yeah, I do. Oh, yeah, and Christine. Blumhouse are doing Christine. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll wait and see, because I, I, like I said I really do like the movie. I know you do. I like it, too. It was in my top ten. It wasn't as high as yours, obviously, but no, I... It is my favourite. I, I really do like... Um, Since then, I've put the, I found a little model of the car, like an official toy one for like a ten. I'm like, that's on my wish list. Yeah. Waiting, waiting for me to go, eh, I'm going to buy it. Was it expensive? $9.99. I can buy yourself it. You could be dead tomorrow. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I'll, I'll die before it arrives in the post. That's why I've got no money because that's my philosophy in life throughout. Nah, fuck it. I could be dead tomorrow. I've got no money because my kids spend it all. <laughs> yeah, they're remaking Christine. Okay. And I, I, I half expected your your, yeah, sort of, your yeah, bottom I, lip to drop a little bit. I get that same thing. We've mentioned it before. You hear about a remake and part of you just dies a little bit inside. But also, I'll give it a chance. They're doing Children of the Corn as well. Okay, which yeah. I it wasn't a great no, movie. No, it, I, I wasn't overly sort of fond of that film because I, afterwards I got to thinking of like films that I didn't mention uh, that are films that I quite like, even though they're shit Stephen King adaptions. And one of them, uh, for some reason, I, I didn't the mention Mangler. No, I didn't mention <laughs> Cujo. Oh yeah, and I really yeah. do love that film. Yeah. I didn't yeah. mention Cat's Eyes, and I kind of uh, have okay. a really. Soft, That's a short story one, isn't it? Yeah, I got a bit of a sort of like soft place in my heart for that film. I remember I, the last one with the little. The go- troll thing, thing or goblin thing that's still in her breath. They've got the one with James Woods who is trying to give up smoking and I think he, he goes to this like company to help him stop smoking and they, they go to extremes to do it. Like if he has a cigarette and they catch him, they start electrocuting his wife on some fucking weird gritty floor. I haven't seen oh, it in okay. years I but I remember, I remember like I, I have a soft spot for that film because I saw it as a kid and really yeah, enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah. I know it's shit. Yeah, some of the ones that could... I mean, Firestarter wasn't a great film. But they're remaking nah, I mean, that. It's okay, but it wasn't. It didn't do a lot. There, there's room for that to be improved yeah. upon. But yeah, Christine. So are we going to see remakes of Tommy Knockers, Graveyard Shift? I don't know. Maximum Overdrive. They're also... <laughs> the Langoliers. They're also doing some of his sort of more recent things. He did that crime novel recently called Later. I haven't oh, read okay. it yet. I bought yeah. it for my wife. I've got one of his crime ones, but I, have, I can't remember what it was called now. I've got Joyland. That's the one. I'll Joyland's a good... I'll pick book. that up for like 50p out of it. It's really good. I think you'll like it. Well, I recently read The Institute. I finished it last week, I think. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Really, really good. I ripped through it. I was reading it in little bits, and then I'll, the next thing I know, I was like 200 pages a day, and I got it done. It was just so yeah. good. Yeah, I really liked that. I haven't read it yet. I got, I got the hardback copy, but Marie read it, but I just haven't got around to reading it. I picked it. up the paperback. It was 
brand new going cheap for like nearly just under a five I think so I picked it up and I remember yeah Marie had said and Sonny had mentioned like they both recommended it and I was like oh fuck it it's still in the middle of the to be read pile but I'll, I'll dig it out and read it and I'm glad I did because it was really really good they're also going to do a few of the like, film adaptions of some of the short stories in that If It Bleeds anthology okay. I've got that too but I haven't read it alright <laughs> the thing is I, I, I sort of buy Stephen King books as they come out but haven't really read them okay. so yeah, I've got yeah, like, yeah. I've got a whole stash of like new newish Stephen King novels to get through and I haven't read any I haven't read any Stephen King in a long time I think this was the first sort of new novel of his I've read since um, Under the Dome yeah, yeah. I think the last new one that he that, of his that I read was Doctor Sleep. See, I still haven't read that. Mm. I know I need to, but I want to reread The Shining, which I've got. Yeah, uh, that's because I tend to go towards more indie writers. Yeah, because I like that stuff. It's just yeah, it's like so many good writers that you just didn't know existed. It's like the same thing with films. You have to sometimes wade through stuff that's not great to find yeah, something that's that why is. We, that's perfect. why I like these low budget movies because sometimes you find something from me like this is fucking fun. There's some really good. Yeah, characters or actors in it. But People this. dismiss these films. I often remind them of films like Bad Taste. Yeah, where you think you know the bloke who made Bad Taste for nothing went on to make Lord of the Rings, which is fucking amazing. Yeah, but then he made the Hobbit movie. Yeah, then I was good. And I didn't see the what's the one with the, the mobile cities wandering around. I watched ten. Oh, um, Immortal Engines. That might be it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I watched ten minutes of it and turned it off. I haven't even. It was bothered. like it, the CGI looked like a cutscene from a fucking computer game. Oh, okay. The same reason I turned off that Warcraft film, World of Warcraft. Oh, yeah. I yeah. managed 10 minutes of that as well. I don't off. think I bothered with that. It was one of those. I saw the trailer and went, I know I'm not going to enjoy this. I get put off really bad by really obvious CGI. It's the same reason that Attack of the Clones is my least favourite Star Wars film. That yeah, whole yeah, yeah. Geonosis battle at the end just looks like a cutscene from yeah. a computer game. I'm just watching. Yeah, I could be watching the cartoon. It wouldn't make any fucking difference. I mean, I'm not fond of Phantom Menace, as, as many people are. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> But I don't think The Phantom Menace is as bad as Attack of the Clones. I didn't really like any of the prequel trilogy, to be fair. I like Revenge of the Sith. No! <laughs> that does piss me off. I remember seeing it in the cinema, and the birth of Darth Vader scene was so well done, where he's sort of laying there all crisp, and the mask slowly yeah. layers on him, the breath on his in. face, and then the breath sort of kicks in. Yeah. And I thought, wow, they've done that really that. fucking well. But then they stand him up, he wobbles off of his bed like <laughs> Frankenstein's monster, and goes, no! And I was like, yeah, you just nearly created something iconic and then <laughs> yeah. pissed on it. Yeah. But I do like Revenge of the Sith. I think a lot of a lot of good stuff happens in that film. I like the whole sort of like slaughtering of the Jedi scene and um, Anakin sort of marching in and killing the younglings and stuff. Yeah, yeah, sort of. I don't know. I'm just yeah. I don't think it's I don't think it's as bad as the other two. No, no. It's it's. I like the opening scene as well. That that sort of aerial battle that it opens out on at the start is really really fucking good. But yeah, I mean, none of the prequel. The uh, films are great, but that is the best of a bad lot. Yeah, I do and I would sit and watch Revenge of the Sith. I mean, I will have to watch them again. I know we've really gone off topic here because my my kids have only ever seen the new ones, so they've never seen. So I might have to go like, right, let's watch from part one, from episode one, and we'll go through them all. They've only ever seen the new films and the Mandalorian, right? So which they love, but well, yeah, maybe we'll have to do more at some point, even if we could get the Clone Wars animated as well. Cause I've been told they start off kind of kiddish, but they get better as it goes along. And I've seen a lot of people who don't like the new series of films. The second one was Com- god awful. Yeah, complaining and saying that oh, I should bring George Lucas back, and I'm like, oh, you've forgotten no. what he did. At the fu- <laughs> Your memory's that short. You've gone from fucking thinking that the, the Phantom Menace is the worst thing on earth to moaning about the new fucking films. I mean, yeah, you last- might as well go. Let's bring Pol Pot back. <laughs> the Last Jedi wasn't very good, but I thought the latest one, Rise of Skywalker, was actually alright. Yeah, I didn't mind it. 
We've really digressed. We're supposed to be a horror podcast. We're talking fucking Star Wars. Yeah, but it's Star Mind Wars. Mind you, you're wearing an Empire Strikes Back t-shirt. I am. I've got a Star Wars beanie hat on, so... <laughs> <laughs> we're waving our nerd flags pretty fucking high in here. Oh, yes. Next time, we're probably going to have our... Um, top 10. Top black 10 black and white movies, although we did put in a caveat that said we're not going to put in any universal monster movies because they would fill up most of the top ten. And I'm oh, pretty yeah. sure we both had Brian and Frankenstein in the number one spot. Yeah, We both then have the original Frankenstein, Dracula, Wolfman, I don't know. from the Black Lagoon. My, I think it would have been number two because as, as we're sort of like cutting those out, yeah. my number one still kind of stands. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, you... I've got a feeling it might be similar to mine, but we haven't discussed, so we'll, no. we'll leave it as a surprise for me. I haven't finished mine. I've got so many written down that it might not be a a pure top ten, as in favourites. It will be more ten films that I, ten black and white films that I think people should watch. Yeah, because I'm struggling to do it as a top <clears> ten <throat> of favourites because there's just so many that I fucking love. Even though they're shit, I will still love a really shit. I like Attack of the Crab Monsters. I know it's fucking dumb, giant psychic crabs, but I like it. I like that fucking dumbness, and it's Roger Corman. So if we're ruling out. Universal monster movies, right? Does that mean I can't have Abbott and Costello movies? Oh, the, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, because I had that thing because I was like, because I very much like Abbott and Costello meat yeah. movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> God, I hadn't seen them in a while, but I thought that because I was like, is Godzilla allowed on there? I suppose because he's no, he's, he's he's Universal now, but he wasn't when he came out. So Toho. yeah, so it's gonna, it's a tricky one to do, but I, know, I think you could include. Giant monster thing, yeah, yeah, not, just I'll, just not. I think, yeah, Universal monster movies are too obvious and would just fill up yeah. our fucking. It would be the majority of the list, which is yeah. why I thought we'll add that caveat. But hopefully, then that will be next episode. Yeah, yeah, I think I think we'll stick to that this time. Yeah, You're not going to okay. divert me away from it by making me watch more oh, shit. I'm films. not going to make you watch more <laughs> shit. You can pick the next shitty film. I'll hand that over to you. I was sitting there watching that film with my pad in one hand, stabbing at it with my fucking pen in the other hand. Fuck you, Mark. Fuck you, Mark. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure I messaged you going, what the fuck have I done? First he hits me with Howard the Duck, now he's making me watch this shit. <laughs> I didn't do... I, do you have to keep bringing that up? <laughs> yeah. But for me, gonna that goes me in that chopping ball category of, it's a shit <laughs> film, but it is a very typical 80s film, and because I like those stupid, crappy 80s movies, that's why I kind of like it. I don't, it's not a great film, I admit that, but it's that... Weird, I, stupid 80s thing that I kind of enjoy that oh, dumb 80s I don't 80s think shit. you can compare Chopping Moore with Howard the Dark. But it goes in that same <laughs> category of being like a dumb 80s movie. Just, it's, they're not comparable in any other sense. One movie's really... Well, it's not really good. One movie's okay and one's just stupid shit. But to me, it goes in that same thing as, you know, don't tell them the babysitter's dead or whatever the fuck it is. They're just these dumb 80s things that you kind of put on and go, oh, this reminds me of that time that was my, in my life as a kid in the 80s and it's... I don't know. Yeah, it reminds me of that time in the 80s as a kid where it was the first time I felt I'd been kicked in the balls by a film. (laughs) Okay, can we drop the Howard the Duck thing now? Yeah, I mean, assuming anybody listens to this podcast, (laughs) there might be loads of people out there who love that film thinking, here, that twat goes again. Yeah. Or there might be the other ones going, what the fuck is he talking about? How can you enjoy that? But like I said, I'm not saying it's a great movie. I'm just saying it's a, it's a dumb 80s movie and I'm drawn to dumb 80s I movies. promise on the next podcast not to bring up Howard the Duck. Thank you. I don't know why I'm doing it now. No, it didn't even come out as Howard the Duck in England. It came out as Howard, a new breed of hero. Did it? Yeah. That's oh. how, when, it come, when it comes on telly or whatever, I'm sure that's how it comes up. Oh, right. Yeah. Did, we, I was like, did it say we didn't know what Duck was? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking English people don't know what ducks are. I think we didn't know the character. I've never read a fucking Howard comic the Mallard. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, we're not American. Sorry, Americans. But you don't know what a philosopher's stone is, so. Don't they? 
No, they just had to change the title of the Harry Potter film. Did they the first one? Sorcerer's Stone. Oh, okay. Which, well, they don't know what philosophers are then. No, apparently not. Okay. Why they fucking felt the need to do that is beyond me. I'm sure Americans must know what a philosopher is. Yeah, but it, like quite a few films get changed, didn't they? Like um, California Man over here, but it's Encino Man. Yeah. Because everyone thought, well, people in the UK aren't going to know what Encino is. You still could have kept it. We'd have just thought it was some Stone Age thing. Yeah. And then you find out, oh, the place is called Encino. That's not what put us off. It's probably sure that put us off watching it. Link and I are cruising the mountain, bro, and we figure we's a little juice. We actually, here in this country, we do actually understand geography. <laughs> a lot of people do to a certain extent. You know? I don't know. The, the title comes up, Encino, California. Like, oh, I get it now. I understand. Yeah. Yeah, done. Yeah. <laughs> Not that hard to crack. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll definitely do the the black and white. Black and white films next. Uh, yeah. I'm be interested to see what you got. Yeah. This is, I still haven't narrowed mine down yet. I think I've got like 20 at the moment that I need to kind of decide what I'm there's five that are definite going in and the rest I'm kind of fiddling with right that doesn't sound right <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just shifting you're always fiddling with something <laughs> sorry it's because I got my pants scared off again and I've actually got, I got my trusty screwdriver this time to thwart your advances threaten me with fucking manual labour is that what you're doing? yeah go and fix something <laughs> damn it yeah sod it we'll do that then okay so ten black and white movies top ten black and white movies and I don't know what we'll do after that. You'll have to pick a shitty film that neither of us have seen or we haven't seen in fucking ages, perhaps, that we can yeah. talk about. Okay, sounds good. Cool. All right, then. Yep, brilliant. Okay, uh, until next time, thanks for listening and take care. Bye. Bye.